By embracing their natural strengths, women advisors are upending the status quo and challenging the financial industry with a more authentic approach to doing business. Welcome to the Femex Advisor Podcast, where we empower female financial advisors to fearlessly embrace their authentic selves. Adri Miller-Heckman, the founder of Femex Advisor, inspires and empowers women to leverage their natural strengths, creating more energy, passion, and success. Follow along for female-driven, inspirational, and motivational strategies for you to create the extraordinary life you have always wanted. Okay, welcome everybody to today's Femex Advisor podcast. I'm Adri Miller-Heckman, founder of FemexAdvisor.com, where women advisors truly embrace or fearlessly embrace their authentic self. Now, unfortunately, my guest today is going to have to reschedule Barbara Husson. For those of you that know her, you know how valuable that podcast will be. But she had to cancel at the last minute. So I wanted to share a couple things with you. We're going to do something a little bit different. What I want to do is share three ways that you can be fearlessly authentic. You know, I've coached thousands of female advisors, and there's definitely a pattern to what it takes for women to achieve the level of success they want. And so the first thing I want to do is ask you, what does it mean to be fearlessly authentic? Right? And I want to share in different areas. It's not just about your business. It's not just factors that you can implement in your business where you need to be fearlessly authentic. It's also in your personal life and Everything we do as a woman weaves together. So let's talk about this. The first and number one factor, know your purpose. You know, it's interesting because women are most definitely driven by a purpose, but the industry does not necessarily nurture that in you. The industry was really driven by money. But every time I ask a female financial advisor why you're in this business, they always say to help people. It's not the primary goal is not necessarily money. Is that wrong? No, it's not wrong. You know, if you want to make a crap load of money, you can do that and that can be a priority. But for most women, that's not the driver. And so as you get into this business, it's easy to lose sight of your purpose. It's easy to get caught up in all the strategies, the methods, the actionable ideas that are designed not necessarily to fulfill your purpose. But when you are driven by your purpose, when you allow that purpose to be front and center in your life. It affects every aspect of your life. Let me give you some examples. When I got in the business, I went from California to Hartford, Connecticut, and I went through three weeks of training. Now, I had been in the business for about 10 years. I was a registered sales assistant, and I worked for a number of million-dollar producers. So the business wasn't new to me, and I was very coachable. 
whatever they taught me, I did, and I did it well, but it didn't feel right. Why? Because my true purpose in becoming a financial advisor was to focus on women. I saw the experience my mother had as a wife and as a woman working with advisors, and I didn't like it. I wanted more for her. And so when I got back from training, instead of doing everything they were teaching me to do, I focused on my purpose, and that was women. And I shared that purpose with everyone. How did I share it? Well, I had a story. And we all have a story. There's, for all of us, we have a reason for why we do what we do. And that definitely is part of our Femex advisor process, because you will use that story if it's written properly. You will use that story and share why you do what you do more than any other tool, script, or resource that you have ever been introduced to. And it really doesn't matter whether your story applies to the listener, if it's purposeful and meaningful to you, it makes a very, very powerful connection. Think about this. My purpose was women. And when I share my true purpose, Mr. Solomon, is working with women, and here's why, and I share my story, He knows I'm not prospecting him. He knows that what is important to me, that my purpose is the number one priority. And the fact that I'm willing to share that on a call with him and not prospect him builds trust. It intrigues him. Another example, recently, one of my clients, Natalie, who has been in our program for about six months. She has a fabulous story, fabulous, compelling message, all focused on women. But she had an opportunity to speak to a room full of engineers. Now we all go, oh my God, engineers. (laughs) And you know that 80 to 90% of the audience is going to be men. And so she got on a coaching call with me and she said, Andrea, I really need help with my introduction. How am I going to introduce myself? And I said, well, what are you thinking of saying, Natalie? Welcome. Thank you for coming. My name is Natalie. I work at, this is my company and I'm located at this place. I said, okay, nix it. Boring, boring. I said, you have two to three minutes to share what's important to you, to share your true purpose. And so we took pieces of her story, why she focuses on women and why parts of her compelling message and the compelling message talked about who most of her clients are. And she would say, that's why most of the clients that are referred to me are strong, dynamic women. They've built successful careers, but lack an understanding of how to manage their money. Now, that takes fearless 
authentic confidence. She was speaking her truth. And that took a lot of guts. But she did it. And she said out of 16 or 18 people, she got 15 appointments. Now, they were expecting her to come out and share an introduction that was benign. Maybe the introduction was about engineers, right? Because as financial advisors, we're often like chameleons. We change our message to suit our audience. Big mistake. One, you're not being authentic. You're not being real. You're not being sincere. And when it's not sincere and authentic and real, it lacks conviction. When you share your true purpose as to why you do what you do, and you lead with a compelling, a powerful story, it doesn't matter who you're speaking to. You are exuding this level of trust, confidence, and it inspires and intrigues everybody to sit up and listen to you. So, first and foremost, if you want to be fearlessly authentic with your practice, then you need a story. You know, years ago when I actually became a national training officer for Smith Barney, and I spent three years training all of the financial advisors. And when they got to come back for the next level two, level three, I would teach a class. And at the time, it was your, I didn't say authentic, but your, inv your investment philosophy or your business philosophy. And I, asked, I told the group, nobody has to go. This is purely voluntary. And I said, but if you really want to uncover your purpose for your business, then come up here and let me coach you. And so it didn't matter whether they were female advisors or male advisors, they would come up and sit in the chair next to me. I'd say, so, so I am a wealthy business owner. Or I'm a new retiree. Why should I do business with you? Because I'm honest. You're supposed to be honest because I'll work harder for you. You're supposed to work hard for me. I kept drilling. Why? What do you know about me? Why do you care about me? It went deeper and deeper and they got frustrated. And then they'd say, because my parents were business owners. And I watched how they did everything for everybody else, but never invested in their own future. And today, they're living on a limited budget, and I don't want that ever to impact my clients ever again. Now, that is a purpose. It's not easy, but you truly need to get down and dig deep to the roots of why you do what you do. That is the first step to being authentically fearless with your business. Step two, especially for women advisors, you need to embrace your value. I will tell you the majority of the clients that come to me and invest in coaching, they have reached a level of success 
that is substantial, right? They're very comfortable, but they're not done yet. And they can feel inside them that there is so much more they want and can do. And they haven't yet really tapped in to what they're good at. But here's the problem. They keep going back to what they've done in the past. And in the past, it was hard work, put in long hours, elbow grease, big events, seminars, PowerPoints, all of that. You need to recognize that at a certain level of your business, your value has changed. Who you are and what you do and the value you provide has increased. And so how do we tap into that? You really need to reinvent yourself. And to reinvent yourself, you have to recognize that what I've done in the past is not going to move me forward. Who am I today? And there's a team that I've been working with, and they're a very successful team. And they kept trying to do what they've always done. It was exhausting them. And they realized that in the past, it was about volume. But today, it has to be about value. And so for Celine, she needed to work with those that had accumulated three to five million and more. There was no value in her working with those who had only accumulated a million. She now became a specialist. And that's typically where you are. But it's not just about really identifying the value you bring to the table. It's also identifying what lights you up. And she began to realize that those that were not appropriate for what she does bored her. You know, somebody coming in with 500000 who's going to add, a, maybe the assets will trickle in and increase. But picking a few mutual funds just didn't do it for her anymore. She wanted to work with clients who had proven their commitment to investing in their own future. She wanted to work with clients who had a multitude of accounts and were overwhelmed with the amount of accounts they had. She wanted to work with those types of clients who had complex issues. Weaving together protection, liabilities, legacy planning, and asset management. And once she started to really reinvent herself, she could then articulate her value in a way that was more meaningful. This is especially important for women. Because there's a part of us that we don't want to turn people away. We don't want to insult people. But that's like a cancer specialist allowing people to come in with a common cold. He's never going to improve and increase his skills 
if he's treating people with colds and flus. The more he specializes in being a cancer specialist and even narrowing it down to the type of cancer, that's when he is tapping into his value. That's when he's really bringing value to his clients. And so truly being able to articulate what it is you do that really lights your fire, then we can start really identifying, okay, who is the tribal market? Yeah, I'm going to tell you, tribal market and target market, two very different areas. Let me give you an example. Women. It's not a target market. It's a demographic group. Women doctors, women attorneys, stay-at-home moms, business owners, those are target markets. Tribal market is within the women's demographic group, but it describes their personality. So a tribal market might be most of the women that are referred to me are career women. Many have built substantial careers. They're juggling families. Their lives are filled with commitments, leaving little time to manage their financial affairs. Or most of my clients are responsible women. They are truly committed to enhancing their future and making the best decisions so that they can become financially independent. That is a tribal market. So as you build your business, you need to truly recognize your value at this stage. And from that value, what you love to do, what you're really, really good at, is identify who is your tribe. The other day, I talked to a woman who's really trying to make her family more of a priority because she's been working too much. And as she started to go through this process and she would be sitting with a potential new client, she started to think, this is not worth time away from my children. If I'm going to take time away from my children, then I want to work with clients who tap into my brilliance, who actually challenge me, who have already proven their commitment to saving and doing the right thing for their financial future. So for those of you who are looking to move to the next level, the second step is to truly identify your value. And lastly, own it. This is your business. It's nobody else's. You might work for a big wirehouse, and they can often make you feel like you're an employee, but they're not, but you're not. You're in business for yourself. And because of that, 
You need to create a schedule and a way of running your business that suits you. I know that had I adhered to everything they told me to do as a financial advisor, I would have never succeeded. Why? One, I was a single mom. I had three kids, young, under the age of 11. They were my priority. They would always be my priority. And therefore, I built my business and my schedule around my priority. Why was that so important? Because as a woman, when we don't feel good as a mother, when we don't feel good and healthy as a woman, when we don't feel good as a wife or a spouse or a daughter, we will never succeed at our business the way we should. It is a very balanced business we have to create. And the old messaging that we always received was, oh, you got to put in the hours, you got to pay your dues. Where did that messaging come from? Most of it came from a male business world who had wives at home to take care of everybody else. Holy cow, when I was, I became a national training officer for Smith Barney. It was a very taxing job. I was the third woman to become a national training officer. And all of my peers were either single men or men who had kids and a wife at home doing the laundry, making the lunches, handling the schools, the calls from the schools. I didn't. I moved from California to Connecticut. I hired a governess to help me with the kids. I knew no neighbors. I had no family. And it was hard. It was hard. But I had to allow certain things to fall through the cracks because I only had so much bandwidth. And so following the protocol that was determined way before me as to what would make the best national training officer, I had to sacrifice some of that. I had to be okay with not following the pack, with not adhering to protocol that was designed in a world that I would never live in. And I had to focus on the value I could bring in my way as a national training officer. Otherwise, I would have never made it. As a woman building a successful business, you can feel when you're out of balance. You can feel when you need time off. One of the first things I do with my coaching clients is we talk about their schedule. We talk about their schedule. And we talk about how much time they take off during the year. I want you to think about something. I often do a presentation where I compare the male brain and the female brain. And I see it. Now, there are always exceptions. There are always exceptions. 
But the male brain works in a more linear fashion. I see it in my husband. I see it in my brothers. They focus on one thing at a time. They have the ability to shut everything out. I wish I had that ability. I don't. Because the woman's brain is going 50 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour with these tentacles that are picking up data and bringing it back. Now, that is our strength, but it is also our weakness. And we need to recognize that the way it is our strength is that we're picking up nuances We're picking up emotions coming from clients that maybe our male counterparts don't pick up. But the fact that our brain is moving constantly, it's exhausting. And so to be able to put in a 10, 12-hour day like our male counterpart, it's a totally different ballgame. Our brain needs more time to rest and recuperate. There was a period in the first couple years, in the second year of building my business, that I went to my manager. I didn't ask for permission. Now, fortunately, he knew me and he cared about me. But I was at the top of my class. I was producing. I was bringing in the assets. But I said, I'm overwhelmed. I need to work from home Mondays and Fridays so I can breathe. Now, this was way before remote working and Zoom meetings. And so I gave myself that breathing room during difficult times. And then naturally it evolved. And I could feel the energy coming back and I wanted to be in the office. But as a California advisor, I made sure I was home every afternoon for my kids. Did I host events? Yeah, but I never hosted nighttime events because that wouldn't work for me. And so I owned my business and I knew that as long as I, I got the numbers and I did the business and I did it my way, I would succeed. So the three Factors that are so important in being fearlessly authentic with your business. One, know your purpose and be able to articulate it passionately. Two, embrace your value. Take some time and reinvent yourself, who you were. And how you built your business is no longer who you are and what will take you to the next level. And lastly, own it. Own it. As a woman, trust your instincts. When you feel overwhelmed, when you feel exhausted, cancel appointments. Take the time off. Because when you come back, you will be so energized that everything you do and say will become magnetic. So we're going to reschedule Barbara Husson because she's absolutely fabulous. And she and I have been doing joint calls together for probably 15 years. She's a rock star. But I hope in lieu of missing her today, that you gained some value 
out of this call. And if you did, I'd really appreciate your comments. I want to know if this is something you would like in the future on my podcast. And if you're really ready to reinvent yourself, you really want to uncover your purpose, embrace your value, and own your practice in ways you never have, then visit our website at femexadvisor.com. Book a strategy call with me. Let's see where you're at, what we can do for you, and whether now is the time. I'd love to see you make 2023 your year of the woman. Thank you for joining me and have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Femex Advisor Podcast with Adri Miller-Heckman. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and connect with Adri on LinkedIn. To learn more, visit Adri's website at femexadvisor.com. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Femex Advisor. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.